today's Eco Report feature, Norm Holy interviews horticulturist Larry Kaplan, who describes the current growing conditions and things listeners should be prepared to deal with in their flower and vegetable gardens. He also talks about pollination and the status of honeybees. This is Norm Holy from WFHB. Today I am talking with Larry Kaplan. He is the Extension Horticultural Educator uh, for the Purdue Extension Service, and he's in, located in Vanderburg County. And um, Larry, I understand that um, the wet spring has been causing some, some issues. Um, what, what are those and what's, what's happening? Well, we're seeing a lot of weird things in the garden this year because of all the rain. Um, a lot of people are having problems just getting out and getting things planted. Um, some of the gardeners are more mudding their plants in as opposed to planting them. Um, and we expect that to be causing some root uh, constriction problems as the season goes on. Um, when you plant in soggy, compacted soil, it uh, does inhibit good root growth. And that can then make the plant a little bit less likely to survive the heat of summer. And we had that as a problem last year uh, with many of our garden plants. And if you put a little phosphate in the ground, will that help or not? Um, phosphorus uh, will help a little bit on rooting, but only in soils that are already deficient in phosphorus. If you've got uh, a good nutrient base in the soil, then you're not going to really see a lot of benefit um, with any um, uh, starter fertilizers. Um, so that would be one of the things. Um, we're seeing a lot of, of leaf spot disease on flowers, vegetables, and other uh, plants. Uh, most of these leaf spots are caused by fungi. There's a few that may be caused by bacteria. And when you have a lot of constant rainy weather, um, we see a lot more of this. Um, we can reduce um, leaf spot disease with uh, crop rotation, with mulching, so that uh, any organisms that are in the soil cannot splash onto the leaves and with good uh, sanitation at the end of the growing season. If you are seeing leaf spots uh, developing now, um, at the first sign of them, we would recommend using a fungicide labeled for whatever your plant is, and that will help prevent it from spreading any further. won't cure what's already spotted, but it will prevent the disease from continuing to spread up the plant. What's the state's policy now on neonic use? Um, the neonicotinoids um, are thought to be one part of the uh, problem that some people are experiencing with bees and the uh, um, decline of bee colonies. However, we are pretty certain that it is not the only thing going on. We know that the bees are stressed by uh, parasites, parasitic mites. Um, we know the bees are having problems with um, weather conditions, um, with the climate changing, and um, with also some of the change in agriculture with um, more uh, non-pollinating crops like corn being planted. Um, there's less 
uh, nectar and pollen for them to be feeding on. So all of these things, including neonicotinoids and other pesticides, are probably um, causing some uh, harm to the colonies. And at the moment, though, uh, there is no um, state or national ban on these products, so they can still be used according to their label directions. Uh, I would strongly suggest, though, that people read the label carefully and take a few uh, common sense precautions. Um, we do not like to see these products being used on any plant that is in bloom. Um, so if you have a plant, uh, for example, uh, earlier in the year, azaleas, uh, these neonics do a really good job on uh, preventing damage from azalea lace bug, which is a real big problem on azaleas down here in the southern part of the state. And one treatment with um, imatocloprid, which is one of these neonics, will prevent damage to the azalea for the entire season. Normally in the past, I would have recommended using the product as soon as the plants budded out in the spring, but now I'm telling people to wait until the flowers have faded and dropped before making the treatment. Um, they're still going to get good protection. They may get a tiny bit of damage from the earliest emerging lace bugs, but it does a better job protecting bees and when the day is over, that's a very, very important thing to do. I want to shift topics. Um, I, I see you have a, uh, a web page, uh, Southwestern Indiana Master Gardeners Association um, uh, Facebook page. Um, how, how broadly are people using that page, and what do you hope to accomplish uh, with that uh, medium? Well, Facebook is a terrific media for getting the word out to people. And um, the um, Southwest Indiana Master Gardener Facebook page it was originally set up as a way for um, our master gardeners to communicate with each other and receive updates. But uh, we have allowed you know, other people to join this so that they can um, use that as a way to ask questions about their garden plants, um, find out about upcoming educational programs that we're doing. And so there's a, a, a good um, use of that. Um, I haven't downloaded the metrics lately, so I really don't know how many people are using it, but I'm on that page, and I'm, I constantly see um, action on it. So um, I know that both our members and uh, some of our local gardening public um, are making good use of it. Let me ask you one final area, and that is um, I know that Purdue uh, is doing some work on, on making plants more resistant to drought. Um, can, can you summarize for our listeners what, what's happening? We are looking for ways to um, help our uh, farm crops survive drought. Now, yes, I know Talking about drought this spring it seems kind of silly, but we all know, we've all been here in, in Indiana long enough to know that the spigot is going to turn off in a couple of weeks, and we're going to go 6, 8, 12 weeks without rain. And this, depending on the severity of the heat and the lack of rain, this can actually put a major damper in uh, crop yields and even crop survival. And that's just locally. 
there are other parts of the world where uh, drought is a much more prolonged and much more serious uh, problem. And so they are researching ways on getting plants to not only survive the drought, but to continue to grow and produce a crop during this method. And they're looking at different technologies, um, not only biotechnology or genetic modification, but other methods as well. And um, we are hoping to see some usable results in the near future. Terrific. Uh, I'd like to thank you, Larry, for a wonderful talk. Um, I've been talking with Larry Kaplan, the horticultural extension agent located in Vanderburg County. Thank you. Thank you very much.